Good evening, everyone, and welcome. We are Random Encounter Productions. I'm Cody Stone. With me tonight, we have... Matthew, playing Clever Stitch, the Tabaxi Arcane Archer. Caitlin, playing Fable Frost, the Ace Genasi Phoenix Soul Sorcerer. Oh, playing Olorun Dawnseeker, the Oath of Glory Pal... The ASMR Oath of Glory Pal... I swear, one day I'll get it right. <laughs> I'm Megan, I'm playing Saride Landir, the Eldrin Glamour Bard. And I'm Maz. I'll be playing Talroth Oakenblade, the Wood Elf Scout. All right. Welcome, everybody. Thank you for being here. Sorry for a little bit of the late start. Real quick, we have a couple of announcements. I think Matthew's going to talk about Norse Foundry. Go for it, Matthew. Hell yeah. Um, Norse Foundry. We love them. You love them. You could love them a little bit more by purchasing some things off of their website using our code REPRPG. They make a bunch of... They make a bunch of wonderful things, whether it's dice, dice accessories, pretty much anything you could ever ask for. We gave away a beautiful opal set uh, like a week and a half ago. Um, they do boxes. They do aluminum dice. They do gemstone dice. They do a bunch of shit. Buy it because it's great quality. And if you use our code REPRPG, that's R-E-P-R-P-G, you get 15% off of your entire order, which whenever you're buying dice for all of your friends and family, because you just can't get enough Norse Foundry dice, that's a great percentage off. So I think use your code. I think Tell it included... Them that we... Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. What? I was going to say, I think it included shipping when I, when I did my yes. order. Yes, it does. Yes, so... it does. See... What? Yeah, like just buy all of the Norse Foundry dice because they're amazing. Yeah. Um, so go buy dice, use our code, uh, tell them we sent you, and have fun having beautiful dice. What are you waiting for? Go, go. Exactly. Uh, we're not sure, Saladoc. Go check. Let Listen, us know. Listen, you can. Are yeehaw shipping? Yeehaw shipping? Yeah. That is officially. I'm going to international our international customers and our yeehaw customers. That is change approved um, because you're not wrong. And I. Yep. Yep. Hmm. Okay. And uh, (laughs) coming up this week on Wednesday, we do have more through the breach. It is turning out to be a great game. Very different system. uh, Flipping. We're going to make brunch. Yeah. Apparently you guys are going to have to make brunch. So we'll see how that goes. And then on Thursday night, Meg, what do we got this week? On Thursday, it's um, another episode of The Archives, where myself and Eric, who plays Sirach, uh, we recap everything that happened on tonight's episode of Disasters in Danger. Sometimes we have fun guests that stop by, Eric gives them therapy, and I give them the Leslie Stahl. It's fun- absolutely phenomenal. Well, Thank God Eric wasn't there when Fable was there because Fable is not ready to have the therapy conversation. And also, fun fact, because the internet was freaking out, none of you know her secrets. None of you could hear them. Megan knows them. And she only knows some of them. No, they could so. hear. They just couldn't see us. <laughs> Damn it. Either way. <laughs> secrets are secret. Uh, all right, guys. Let's get into tonight's adventure, shall we? Our adventure takes place in the lands of Licht Dracht. They are the lands of dragons, lands of myth and legend. Our heroes have since ventured beyond the civilized eastern portion of Licht Dracht into the west, where the dragons have been exiled to. And they are currently working their way through the... Um, what is it? The last resting place of the Black King. 
as they had uh, discovered a couple of sessions ago, an exiled dwarven lord um, who who seems to have set up quite the home for himself uh, amidst dwarves and giants. And they had uh, ventured through a number of additional chambers and seemingly, when last we left them, just ascended down a large spiral staircase into the heart, the... Um, central chamber, or the, the throne chamber, one might say, of this portion of the, um, of the, ooh, uh, Black King's tomb. Sorry, brain, brain started working overtime there. <clears throat> um, you guys are down in this room. It is a massive, massive, gigante room. Big, big room, right? Um, and as you are looking around, you're, you've descended down one of the support columns. Um, they are nigh-on small rooms in and of themselves. That, that is the type of chamber that, that you are in. And as you look to the north and to the south, east and west, this hall stretches out an expanse in nearly every direction. Um, you can see just at the edge of your dark vision, each of you uh, that have dark vision. Anybody not? I believe the Genasi doesn't, so. Um, Hold my hand if I cannot be light. Okay. So down here, um, just at the edge of, of the, you can see um, an, another set of columns, about every 60. Uh, what would you guys, your your uh, caravan team is, is behind you, um, upstairs after you guys had solved a um, a, a puzzle I, I was pretty uh, pretty pleased with last week. I thought it was kind of kind of fun. So, um, what would you guys like to do? I'll uh, I'll turn to the group and be like, would you like me to? Light it up a bit. No, I've got, uh, I've got Fable. Um, maybe it's best we not let anything. She's whispering, by the way. Uh, let anything know that we're down here until we have to. Okay. That is literally why Fable has not just done light herself because she's got her own her own shit. I would tend to agree. Um... <clears throat> Talroth, do do you want to sneak on up a little bit? I can kind of be an in between you and the group. We can sneak up a little bit, see what we can see. Yeah, I mean, yeah. This this room is just a little, little too uh, <laughs> clean and quiet. Uh, I would have to agree. Um. Then uh, I'll uh, I'll kind of like step out in front and kind of just have divine sense ready, kind of like trying to ping out and see if there's anything amiss as we're going through the hall. Okay, you have it at the ready. Um, do remember while um, Dawnbringer does alert you if something of of important power. Uh, and name it comes within 60 feet of you 
it is limited. Uh, you still have to use the ability. Yeah, I know. I'm yep. I'm planning on using my divine sense right. uh, charges uh, in this case. Yep. Just just making sure I'm on the same place as what you seem to be saying. Yeah. Like I'll go I'll go out sixty feet. Like I'll ping it once. I'll go out sixty feet and then I'll like ping it again and just kind of trying to get a okay. idea of if there's anything that comes up ahead of us. Yeah. How many uses do you have of divine sense? I have. Six uses of divine sense. Okay. Awesome. Cool. So, so you should be, you should be good. I think you, did you use it once? I think you might have used it once today. I haven't used it all today. Um, at least because I didn't. I don't think I used. No, remember I chucked the, uh, I chucked the the lighted rock down the hallway, and that was me checking last time. You used it before that. Before you guys, yeah, you used it once. You used it before right. you went into the, um, into the quarry, I believe. Okay. When, up, right, right when you right. were still on top, before you guys had made it across yeah. and seen the. So top. I've got five left. Five left, yep. Uh, perfect. So you guys are at this column, uh, Tauroth, beginning to scout ahead. Tauroth, um, well, uh, probably not just Tauroth, but to much to each of your mm, disconcertion, you seem to be relatively in the center of of a room. You, there's there's no guiding wall necessarily where you guys are at. Um, so we're just going to go with cardinal directions for the moment. Uh, north, south, east, or west. I'm inclined to say east because Mary Poppins told me to. <laughs> Winds uh, in the east. <laughs> which direction cardinally is the forge? You guys are traveling west, cardinally. Okay. Okay. So, do you guys think west might be the best locate best? I mean, direction. It's all, it's all one room, right? Um, how about Talroth, do you want to go north and I can go west a little bit and we can kind of spread out a tiny bit, but not too far? Uh, yeah, no, that, that doesn't sound too bad at all. Uh, anybody see the wall? No. We don't see the wall? Not from where you're at, no. Nope. Do we see the door we came in from? Like if I was to turn around. Yeah, you see the column. You could turn around and go back up those staircases. Uh, you guys wedge something in that door, and you do know that your your compatriots are upstairs. Um, it, you take ascending. It's too far for, like, message. Um, and there's stone in the way and all of that. But you you do have an exit, for, for lack of a better... Um, feeling, right? Okay, so... Yeah, I'll start heading north, but what I'll do is I'll take my dagger and then just every maybe 10, 20 feet just make a small little mark on the ground to know I've passed through here. Okay. And um, 
<clears throat> as I'm going to the west, I would like to pull out a rope and hand one end to Olarun and hold the other end myself. Okay. That sounds good. I'm sure nothing is going to happen, but in case there's some vision-ending thing or I get a little bit too far out of vision, I want to be able to tug on it twice for danger. Um, I'm just kind of holding it, just like ready. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, sorry, I am making something to make this easier for me to follow. Oh, I'm scared. It's okay. going to be interesting. <laughs> Fable and I are just standing where you guys left from, holding hands. Like, I'm just, women on the, I'm, on the homestead. Yep, yep. Waiting for the men to come back. Not to I'm us specifically, just... I'm, when I'm will the men folk right return now. from war? <laughs> Stitch! Oh, oh, I've, I've, when, will the men, when will the men folk return? I hope they're alive. Stop telling everyone I'm dead! <laughs> I can, I can hear Stitch. Voice. I know he's fallen again. Every once in a while, Stitch hears in his head. My beloved, it's been so long since I've heard your voice. <laughs> I'm not dead yet. Amazing. I'm literally going catfishing right now. Yes, you Whoa. are. Yes, you are. <laughs> oh. Actually, all the Olarun would probably tell that joke. He's that kind of guy. He'd probably say that out loud. I apologize, guys. Well, the slow day. is happening. Thank you for the donation tip, Garlic King. Garlic um, King! We are, we are, Cody, when you get a chance to, if you can refresh the um, the caches on lay, lay uh, browser overlays. Um, cap them on and the alert box because things are fighting us. Oh, okay. But Let me do that. I only brought now. it up because we're in a delay. Yes. And uh, that's you. what this is for. Yes, it is. Sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. As I was sitting here, I was like, oh, that's that's how you track this, Cody. Why? Ooh, why did you had you an not? idea. I did. I've had multiple ideas this night, which <sighs> is uh, fine. Which is wish, terrifying. Wish I had had them before. Uh, oh, uh, okay, hold on, let's see. Capamon, e. where do I tell you to refresh? At the top, when you click on him at the top there, that'll be a tiny little refresh, refresh. right above the Yes, gorgeous. refresh, yeah. there's Capamon. He's back, nicely done, buddy. And alert box? Yes, and then don't forget to switch scenes so that it comes back alert over. Box. Ha ha! Go. Never mind, Transition dragon's working. Back. There we go. Okay. Um, Dragon work. So, uh, Tauroth, which direction were you headed? I was quietly and carefully heading north. Quietly and carefully heading north. Okay. Quietly and carefully. That's asking a lot. So. Not of you particular, just of the dice. Yeah. Um, awesome. Tauroth, as you're traveling, uh, you're going to find out that the, the columns are actually about 50 feet apart. Um, so 60 feet kind of to the center of them, that they're, they're big columns. They're about 10 by 10, right? Um, you're very carefully sort of, sort of working in that direction. 
And as you are going, um, <laughs> you see another large column that you don't see much. Um, what's I'd like everybody to make me a perception check, please. Thank you for the the um the subscribe donations, Ramar. You're amazing, yeah. Ramar. Thank you so much. Perception checks. That's 21. 21. 21 perception. Passive as a floor. 19. And I rolled Eight. a four. A four? 18. 18. And 24. Okay. Um, Olarun, what's your passive? 10? 11? 10. Nice. Okay. So... As you guys are are uh, moving around, you've kept a very quiet ear. You can hear the echo of almost every footstep. But as you are moving, um, even as you move quietly, it, the, your feet sound loud to you. They don't necessarily have an echo throughout the chamber, but it's one of those so still, so quiet sort of sort of moments, and seems to be in in absolute black. And as you are moving. Tauroth, you, you're coming upon another column. Um, you, nothing, nothing catches your attention. Actually, those of you above 20, who is that? One, two. You guys hear something moving ever so slightly, sort of rattling a little bit, um, shifting, but it, it sounds distant. It sounds like you're catching just the the um, dregs of that noise, for lack of a better term. And it is far to the south east. I am going to stop moving immediately okay. and just start looking around. Okay. You cast your eyes in, in each direction. Um, nothing seems to be moving. There seems to be no... Nothing that is in immediate danger of you. Um, how high are the ceilings? Beyond your dark vision. Great, cool, love that. What's the opposite of claustrophobia? There is one. I think it's like agoraphobia. It's agoraphobia. Is it agoraphobia? It is. Oh. Agoraphobia is often the fear of going outside is how it's falsely attributed, but it's actually the fear of the wide open spaces. And so agoraphobics often end up just being homebodies. Oh. I don't like this. I don't like this nope. at all. Uh, um. Fable is Fable is just like it's just a really big tent. It's a really big tent, and they don't have their lights on yet. It's just a really big, big top. Like, she's trying to... Because this is also very, very unnerving. She can't see a thing. Uh, Clever Stitch, which direction were you traveling? The west. You and... Um... Who was with you? Did somebody go with you? Nobody. I, I was holding a... I had a rope, and okay. so Olorun was holding the other end of the rope. Okay, so so you have set out 
west about 50 feet. Um, yep. You are, you're sort of moving away from that noise as you're, as you're slowly hearing it. Um, you can see the column coming within, within view. The columns here are dwarven in, in nature. Um, they are, they have large, solid bases, right? And <clears throat> with, along the... They're almost square columns. They're very angular. They're very um, sharp-edged sort of dwarven things. They're actually kind of like mini rooms. And you know from having been in one, it's about 10 by 10. It does fit the same size. The bases of them being just absolutely sort of square. They, they have decorative trims on the reliefs and on the edges. Nothing written on the bases. As you guys look up at each of these columns, even the one that you came out of, standing uh, aloft them, right, are, are these um, kind of Atlas-like figures. Okay, they're not. Uh, I wouldn't. I would say they're they're a little more akin to hmm, pictographical, right? They're not. They're not quite. They're not like David, right? We're not talking like sure. Renaissance yeah. art here. You know what I mean? But the two on the north and the south are giants. Um, you can you can see uh, there. You cannot see the the ceiling but you can see as you get right underneath a column as you're using that full 60 feet of vision and looking up you can see that on the north and the south the shoulders um rest sort of a, a curve right so you suspect the the ceiling is maybe 20 feet higher just judging by the the arc of that um vaulted ceiling right on the north, so that's the north and the south. On the east and on the west, there are shorter figures, much in the same. However, each of them is doing the, uh, I'm gonna, some of them are standing like on things. They're each standing on something. So some sort of, uh, looks like monster head. Uh, little nondescript. Got horns. It's not clearly a dragon. It's not clearly a devil or or something in specific it's just scary head ah, right um the east and the west guys are standing on that it doesn't extend out it's all sort of full relief uh and then they're doing the um the krillin uh destructo disc dance right so they're leaning to the side hand pressed pressed up to to make up that distance right and the and the wall comes a little bit down um, you, you get the feeling they're meant to represent dwarves of specific yep. Yep. nature um, who are uh, standing next to some hunched over giants. Um, and again, these are these are like representational reliefs sort of sort of done in the in the columns. Yes. Um, cool. And everyone can see those. I, I should have been a little more descriptive of that when when we started. Uh, so this is as far as you guys have gotten. Um, your 50 feet of rope is sort of with arms stretched. Not quite stretched, but, you know, it, it's it's off the ground, 
right? You, you're fifty feet is fifty feet. You're you're yep. you're um, you're tripping somebody that can't see it as you walk by at this point. What would you guys like to do? Yeah, Talroth. You had mentioned the sound was coming from the southeast. What? So yes. would that have been from where we were or where we came in from? Both. So just southeast in general? Southeast in general, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I would probably turn back, just okay. complete 180 and go down the exact path I was to head back to Fable and mm-hmm. Saride first. Yeah, you see them. They are there. Okay. Um, they don't seem to notice the, the sound. Um, it is, it is subtle, um, but, but you guys do, you pick it up. Yeah. When I come back to them, I'm just going to walk up with my finger over my mouth, just point to my ear and then just point to the Southeast. So when he points it out, can we hear it? It's a strain. But he, but I will say yes. Once he points it out, you're 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 kind of like I I think I hear it. It almost um, you almost like check your pockets and and stuff because it it's it's at such a distance at this point that it um, it sounds like it it's rattling something of like unsecured gear, but not metallic. Maybe wooden, or or maybe bone, maybe shell, maybe bug carapace. That's something. It's something. It's hard, right? You guys can make that out, but you're not quite sure exactly what it is. I and obviously whispered. Um. So there, I was able to get fifty feet away, but there was just another pillar and I couldn't see a wall past that. Um, if we wanted me to, I, without us having to separate, I can shoot a normal arrow at a, to see how far, how far the walls are if we don't want to light up the room and alert something of our current location. I mean... Don't we think that something knows we're here? Probably. It's just a question of if it knows exactly where we are. Well, but that's the thing, is if um, if it knows that we're here but doesn't know where we are, and we can find where it is first, we have the possibility of a surprise round. Unless it's a friend, and then we're in trouble. I mean, if and we're trying to keep our location a little more hidden... Is it possible to do some little light on one of the arrows, cover it, and then when it fires, they won't see it came from us? Because if the light, if that little wrap falls off the arrow halfway through, it might look like it came from somewhere else. It, if if the if the light begins to shine about halfway through the arc, it would still have a portion to go, and so it would at least know the direction that it came from. Because if it goes like this, but only from here to here, they know it came from something that direction. It's just a question of where and how far. Well, then um, we could, all of us except for who shooting it, could spread a little bit. And then he could yoink in, your rope back and just pull you this direction really fast. You shoot from over there and then you move. Yeah. I can also just 
yeah, I can be 50, or I can go to the next pillar, be climb up it a little bit or something, shoot, and then it won't know where you are. I am very fast if I need to be. And uh, also, so I, I can effectively, this is Cole talking because I'm trying to figure out how to put this in old runes terms. Um, but I can essentially cast daylight through Dawnbringer. So maybe like when things get closer, we can just like throw that up and blind it and then go in. Absolutely. Is that the one that hurts us? No, that's Dawn. Okay. Then yeah. Don only happens if I if I roll an at twenty. So what are you guys uh, doing? So should we get in positions? Yeah. Yeah. And I'll, then right. I'll probably keep. Uh, <laughs> we'll probably keep um, Stitch on a rope until he reaches where he needs to go. Um, so, cause I'll have to be in the, in front anyway. Um, and then the three back row fighters can kind of get where they're, where they need to be. I'm keeping on a rope. Fable with me. Cause she can't see. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll All be right. able to in a minute. I feel like, but yep. Tower off um, is probably best in like mid range. So that he can kind of get it, get up and disengage as necessary. Do you all want me to? If you want me to, I can I can fire two shots. One, I can continue north and see how far the wall is without it being lit. And then I can fire the light arrow covered in a in a loose piece of piece of cloth in the southeast direction at the monster if you all would like me to, so that we can sort of get a feel for the dimensions of the room, as well as seeing what's clitter-clattering in that direction. Yeah, that was actually going to be my question. Uh, which direction were you firing? I mean, if we're, if we're just trying to... Uh, if we're just trying to figure out how large the room is, probably doesn't matter. If we're trying to figure out what was... Clitter clattering, then southeast. And can you cast light on your arrows? No. Okay, because I can cast light on your arrows. <laughs> okay. Um, but once it, I can uh, do, I can. Um, Sarai, do you also have light? No, I'm not that useful. You're but so light, useful. light does end after. Uh, it like does end on one thing if I cast it on another. Exactly. Yeah, I was gonna see if two of you could cast it. Um, we could do the whole thing. Not, where, like you shoot down. Like I stick with you, and you just shoot down one hallway, and then like once we've got that one, I can cast it again, and then you can shoot down the other. Um, I'll just one of them being lit up should be fine. I can do the like gauging distance one just with a regular arrow because clever stitch shoots enough things to maybe be able to know by sound like okay that arrow flew for this amount of time that feels like between 150 and 200 feet 
or between 100 and 120. You know what I mean? He could probably figure out that without ha actually seeing it as a rough guess. And then the light one, wherever we, we want to actually see something. So just let me know what direction you guys want to be able to see something in. I'll shoot the light arrow that way. I say shoot the light arrow to the thing we heard in the sound in the south. I feel like Perfect. it's better to get a good eye on whatever is is there in that case. Perfect. Will do. Then let me are we are we all ready? And so are you cool. shooting the regular arrow first, so right? I will if you can please cast light on this arrow that has a that I will try and wrap in cloth immediately as quickly as possible ready one two and go wrap and then i <laughs> stick it in my and then i stick it in my quiver i go north with the rope on my tail uncomfortably <laughs> the pillar i shoot an unlit one further north further north okay and he and yeah that one does not have light on it to try and hear when it hits a wall okay. and i have a range of 600 feet so hopefully it hits a wall. <laughs> if it doesn't, we have a whole other set of issues. And then once Let, let's, that... Let's get through that first. Perfect. Okay. Question for you. Are you arcing your shot or are you shooting straight? So since the... Since the... I would um, say your normal, it... the, your normal range... You would, um, is what, 120? Uh, 150. Normal range is 150. If you don't arc your shot, you would just be straighting 150, right? I would like to arc it at, like, because I, I know that the ceilings are theoretically about 80-ish feet high. Yeah. So I want to be able to arc it about as high as possible without hitting the ceiling. Cool. Okay, so you do that. You take your shot, bow drawn. You guys hear the the thwuck of the arrow uh, or the, the the bowstring snapping. Um, a, a familiar sound to to you guys, having worked with Clever Stitch for for quite some time now. Um, Clever Stitch, make me an intelligence check. You can add your proficiency bonus to it. You are proficient in longbows. Well, I did not roll very well. So a seven. Okay. Um, you you hit something. Um, you suspect it is between 60 and 120 feet. Okay, cool. And then almost immediately after the sound of it hitting something, I would like to turn and shoot in the southeast okay. because I don't want to give whatever, and that's with a light arrow. Okay. And I don't want to give whatever it is enough time to like freak out about there having just been a sound. Okay, sounds good. Um... This one is going to be a weirder shot because there might be pillars in the way. Mm -hmm. So I want to aim just like a little bit past the pillar that I just came from. 
from the south. Okay, so you're gonna like you're, arc it most mostly south, but a little east. Oh, south, but a little east. Okay, sounds good. Um, uh-huh. mostly south, but a little east. Roll me a B four. Two. Okay. You step away from the column, you prep your arrow, draw it back, and let it loose. The light the rag spins off of the arrowhead um about midway through flight just as it's passing your friends light uh casts 20 feet of bright light and an additional 20 feet of dim light is that correct i believe so i don't think it's 30 for some reason Uh, yeah, it's twenty foot bright, twenty foot dim. Right. So you guys can you guys can absolutely see it. Even even if you're not seeing, uh, you can see the light and the light source. Even if you can't see what it's reflecting off of. Let's go with that. Right. Because we're dealing with game physics plus real physics here. It gets to be a little funky. Um, as you cast the the light and shoot the arrow, it travels. From what you guys can see, about 100, uh, from Clever Stitch, 180, 190, like 200 feet from uh, from the original pillar, about 120 feet, about two columns down. You guys can see there's a row of columns to the east, and about two columns down, it um, it pings into the column sort of not into it directly snaps off the side because you had the angle on it and it it continues to scatter down towards the south for the southeast um little tough to really pick the the angle you you suspect you went uh about like 45 degrees rather than any deeper if you'd like to shoot another one you can um, I know you don't have another light arrow, but it, just for judging that. You guys can see there is another column. Um, Clever Stitch, do you do you take like a lap around the column to see how... Because it, it's a 10-foot column, right? Like that makes a difference what you can and cannot see. If you just get to the edge of the, the column or if you get around it. We're not a, like a full lap, but like to the far north side of it. Uh... Sure. Okay. Yeah, ju- you you feel like that's a good idea, just given your first arrow. As you travel to the north side of the column, you can say that north of this column, uh, there there does seem to be a wall. Okay. Cool. Yeah, it's about fifty cool. feet north of this column, and the columns are ten feet ten feet wide. So you guys do identify a wall. Um. It just went Pyramus and Thisbe in my head immediately. Um, but we're excited about the wall. Mm-hmm. It there. Mm-hmm. Let's go. Is there a chink in the wall? said wall. For... Did we, um, 
Did the light arrow illuminate any creatures? Not that you saw. Did the light arrow illuminate any stalagmites or stalactites? Not that you saw. Roper panic. You already threw rugs of death at us. I am expecting (laughs) rocks of death. Rugs of um, death. Clever Stitch will um, motion. Oh, the cloakers. I was like, oh, yes. no, that's not the unwelcome rug. The unwelcome oh, rug would have ruined God. you guys. Yeah, I know. That's not the unwelcome rug? No. No. That's a cloaker. We, we had an unwelcome rug. Oh, yeah. So I just, yep, yep, you're right. Um, the brain panic. Clever will um, motion to those of the group that have dark vision mm-hmm. for them to. Come this way. <laughs> She'll tug on Fable's hand. Come on. Ah. Okay. You guys travel to the to the north, to the column where Clever stitches. As those of you with dark vision, you get there. It's a very similar column. Uh, when you get to the north side of that column, maybe a few feet past it, you can see there is a wall uh, over over there. Um, I'd like you guys to make another set of perception checks. Five. Passive as a floor, so. So, 12. 11, which is also my floor and what I rolled. Mm-hmm. Five, so 10. Okay. 25. Okay. 21. Okay. Um, my two elves down bottom with your 20 pluses. Uh, your elf eyes don't see much, but your elf ears, which um, don't get enough love, I feel, uh, do do hear uh, another round of rattling seems much more purposeful and less um, less languished, right? It it, it, it it is some yeah yeah. I mean, you cast a light in a place that hasn't had light in God knows how long. So somebody went uh, to say what? What's that? I should go look at it. <laughs> Right, and it's the same direction. Same direction, a little further, because you've moved, um, and you're hearing. You're really hearing the echoes of it. Um, you know, so it, it's very difficult to to get much detail because you're not healing hearing the first uh, ring of it. You're only hearing the the reverbs and it mixing with its own noise multiple ways over. We don't exactly know the exact direction it's coming from. Still, south, kinda... still southeast, but that that's about as far as, as well, you can But we get. don't know if it's from ceiling or floor. No. Yeah, there's there's no that, way to and tell that's, that. And that's the thing that I am most concerned about, is that it is on the ceiling. And so that light arrow, unless it climbs down the pillar, we won't be able to see it. Um, I don't like that. So, the uh, wool. Do we want to go... To the wall, so that we at least know that there's not something coming up from behind us. Yeah, that's fair, unless the wall opens, but I feel like we'll hear that, so yeah. So, I I also have an, have an idea if we're going to do this kind of, you know, make sure that we don't get flanked situation. Should we lure it over here to deal with it as quickly as possible? Because I have an idea for that, if... If it gets down to that. I feel like luring is a really terrible idea when it has home court advantage. That's really not a thing that works when it knows where it is and you're a stranger. 
I feel like it's coming anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I I feel like it's either we lure it or it um, happens upon us, in which case it actually surprises us. I don't think that we can surprise it. So once we get to the wall, if we want to set up and then start trying to call it over. But again... What I was thinking of doing was, in order to have us get it at least an idea, are there a bunch of rocks around and stuff like that? This place is clean. Okay. Worked, worked stone. This place is clean. Dusty. Uh, how how many arrows do you have, uh, Stitch? I have so many arrows <laughs> so if you if you have a bunch of arrows then what we can do is we can just continue to cast light and let like i can just literally sit by cast light as stitch just keep shooting off arrows to give us as much vision as we can until it gets there and then we can actually have time to set up at that point in time um and then as soon as it gets within striking distance i can pop daylight and really surprise it. Yeah. Does anybody else have anything that we sh- that they think we should do to set up? How cl- how far is the column to the wall? You said it was about fifty feet. Yep. Same distance. Uniform. And what about the wall that we're by? Are there any markings or? Decorative, um, but nothing that strikes. Uh, again, continues the general motif of um, of giants and dwarves uh, together. I would say where you're at. Hmm, nothing. Nothing distinct or important at your current location. Also, just can I see something before we all just hold off and. You're seeing this place, right? Everywhere else that had monsters was filled with bones and bodies and broken weapons. This place is just fucking empty. Which means either whatever's here is smart enough and and persnickety enough to clean up after itself, in which case we may be able to talk to it, or it's not killing people. And maybe we should wait before just fucking attacking the darkness. Although that's the most D&D oh. thing ever in the world is I'm attacking the darkness. But in the meantime, <sighs> Fable's kind of anxious. She's like, from what you're telling me, it's fucking picked clean and tidy and empty. And that is not in line with any of the other fucking places that we fought things before in this whole mountain. It feels wrong to just be prepared to fight something when possibly it's not here to fight us. I think, it could be I wrong. Think but... less, I think it's less about... Um necessarily attacking it for sure and more about still just in case luring it over towards us and then we can see what it is and if it looks like it's a scary monster that's chasing at us to eat our heads off then we uh do attack it if it's a person like a um giant or a dwarf then might we we just someone i if we just send someone over there by themselves and they get caught, it's You know we have over. spells for that, though, right? Where I, I could stand 20 feet away and cast the noise to be over there? I have a question. Yes. Um, Megan has a question. What is the definition of a creature? Does it also, does that include monsters as well? Yes. 
All right. So um, if we wanted to help, uh, something I could do to help draw it over, I can play. And if I play for a minute and it listens, uh, I can charm it. Sure. Like I said, I'm like I said, we I don't think that I wasn't trying to strike out to attack it. More just strike out to see what it is. Yeah. But I also like charming it with music. And I still well, think I, if I charm it, then it'll be a lot easier for me to tell it what to do. If necessary. Yeah. Yeah, the, the part that has me a little concerned and sharing some of Fable's reservations here. I, 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 don't, I don't know. I, this Maybe it didn't clean up after itself. Maybe whatever was down here, they got up after whatever happened and cleaned up after themselves. Kind of like we saw all the undead up in that big old first room. Probably only if they were maids beforehand. But there was also something else, like, just something about this room, just, especially that trap right before, that big old trap. Has anyone, do we even know if anything happened in here? We're hearing noises, I don't, I don't know. We're hearing noises, and it's fine. We're just I mean, this thing. is clearly the throne room. We saw the throne. Um, I will say you. I apologize. I need to retcon. You guys did not see the the throne. We think it's the throne room. <laughs> it feels throne esque. It does feel throne esque. That I will. That I will say. It does feel quite throne like, throne adjacent, throne throne ish, throne throny. And I haven't met many royalties in my life, but I'm assuming if there is something still here that claims a throne, charming and shooting things at it is not going to win us any points. Again, not shooting at it. In general. Lighting up the room. Lighting up the room. With arrows so that they are not lit up next to us. And also playing music that doesn't necessarily um, reek of charming magic. I assume, Saride? I don't actually know. First of all, nothing I do, do reeks. I was about to say. <laughs> I'm not casting a spell. I'm just a very, very good player. Exactly. I like it. What was that? Did I cast light on an arrow now? I'm asking. Come on, Mike. Yeah, I was like, we could <laughs> we not get that out of your mouth right now. Come on, Mike. Uh, my my ASMR clicks don't pick up on this mic. Oh, gross! I don't like that they're clicks. <laughs> Looks like something opening, or like somebody standing up and cracking their back after a long sit. Like, are we are we all hearing this now? Like, uh, yeah, it, it, you're hearing little scratches, sort of like, well, necessarily little, but um, 
like nails on stone. Make make perception checks. Uh, natural twenty for a twenty-two. Fourteen. Fifteen. Twenty-three. Eighteen. Natural 20 for a 22, uh, and say them again. I got 22 and 18. The three in the middle I missed, please. 15. Okay. 15. Okay. 23. 23. Okay. Clever Stitch, and um, you can all hear it. What you're trying to decipher is from what direction is it coming, right? How close is it? That That's the information you're trying to to gather. Clever Stitch, because you rolled a natural 20, I am going to let you know um, it is within 60, 80 feet, but you can't really decide, you can't figure out where. Um, Megan, because you got over 20 as well, and you beat Clever Stitch's natural 20, I'm going to tell you the same information. However, neither of you beat its stealth so you are not uh, you are not sure where it is we just know it's closer correct you you know it's cl- you know it is within 60 to 80 feet 16 to 90 feet you use it in 30 foot increments right you know it is you know it is that close you don't necessarily know where it is and, because and, it's so echoey. Oh, sorry, Caitlin, go. You, no, you. Because it's so echoey, we also can't tell up or down. Correct. Can Fable make a performance check to try to throw her voice? Sure. Thank you. Okay. That is an 18. Okay. And she just, she's going to try to throw it because it's sound is bouncing. And if it's hard for us to tell, maybe it's hard for them to tell as well. She wants to try to throw her voice far. Mm-hmm. And, um. Ding dong, Avon calling. <laughs> just essentially a, a soft girl. Um, excuse me, can you help us? Appear to be lost. Soride is going to drop jaw and just stare at her. At the audacity. It knows we're here. Might as well see if it has the potential of being friendly. And if not, I'm throwing the sound over there. So I wasn't stupid enough to just say it here. Like, Mm. it already knows we're here. (laughs) I suppose that there's something. Something smells quite good. A little different. little working class. Something. Rude. Oh. Yes, Talroth? You had your hand up first. Can I just try to hide behind Olorun? Just try to use him as some kind of cover? 
Oh, um, <laughs> Listen, they don't have to know. It doesn't have to know how many of us are in here. Fable will go and talk it in the center of the fire. It knows how many of us are in here. I, I, they can't tell what we are. We I, smell like something. I feel like there's... Low class. <laughs> there's some flexibility there. Okay. So walk out wearing this thing like boots. Hold on. <laughs> to, to clarify my intention. Yeah. If Olorun is facing where we think it's coming from... Sure. Pretty much to obscure myself from anything coming from that direction. So if it's coming from the other direction, I know it's going to have full sight of me. Right. I, I understand exactly what you're talking about, and what you are saying makes sense. In a normal world, here's a, and, and here's where I'm going to kind of defer to the group, because the it is what you are... There you go. Come on. God damn it, D&D Beyond. The difference between halfling and halflings is not is not what we're talking about here. My lord. I swear. There's a bunch of halflings in a trench coat. A bunch of yeah. halflings in a trench coat. See, that's why I wanted to make friends. <laughs> so, the... Oh, and halfling is the wraith. That's what I'm... Mother... Okay. Um, she'll be right back. So, the reason I, I bring up halflings is because it is one of their special racial abilities to be able to hide behind an, another creature. Um, and specifically, if I, if I am not mistaken, um, hold on, I'm, I'm trying to find that, that ability so that I'm not I know the All one right. you're talking about. Yeah. I'm back, by the way, if you Welcome can refresh back. us. I don't know what happened. Yeah, thank you. Uh, yeah, it hiccuped on me, too. I just jumped back okay, a little. Good. You may need to rejoin, because I'm getting floating boxes of death. Uh, okay, yeah. Okay. Um, I'll just keep clicking over here, because every time she leaves, my face pops out. Um, yeah, it's the Lightfoot Halfling. Yes, naturally, naturally stealthy. stealthy. That's right. You can attempt to hide even when obscured only by a creature that is at least one size larger than you. And uh, Olorun is not a size larger than you. So I, I am going to rule no, because it's a special racial ability for halflings. And even if you were a halfling, Olorun would not meet the... If you were a halfling, he'd be smaller and he would. But as it stands, Olorun does not meet the requirements for, for that action. I, it makes sense to me, and I like where your head is at, but unfortunately, that's what that is. Yeah, not a problem. But it also at least puts me in positioning of where I'd like to be. Yes, yeah, and and you you can absolutely stand behind him. Absolutely. Um, so, what sort of help are you looking for? Well, as for me, I just, you know... I like to meet friends and tell stories. It's kind of why I wandered over here. And she's going to throw her voice a little bit in the other direction now and listen to hear if, if he moves that direction. If we hear the chain, a, a shift in clattering or whatever. Go ahead and make a perception check. Okay. Eighteen. Can't tell. That, that's fine. That's just the highest perception check I'll ever roll in my life. Sounds good. I'm not exactly a story person. I prefer find me. Oh, maybe, maybe some 
important. It was being offered anyway. So, if you can agree to a meal and a song, sure, I'll help you. You mean it depends on what you like to eat? Do you like eggs, perchance? Oh, yeah. It's the thing. It's the thing. He said yes. Yes, he said they're my favorite. That's what I thought. That the deep voice dropped off on the end. Good. Now she's done fucking around. At least she fucking knows. I'm gonna carefully nudge Olarun and just point to our swords and just slowly start drawing one of my swords. Oh, that's not very friendly. Now, is it? Yeah. Oh, no. No. No, no. No, no. Does the no-no dance. <laughs> Don't do it like that. I didn't mean uh, to, but... It's Corny Cox in the hair form! It is! <laughs> I have all of the red wine. I got it. I got this. This one's... I've been studying. It's Cougarton, my friends. It's my time. I will Amazing. put the sword... I will start sliding the sword back, but I'm going to look up at the wall. I was just about... I do the same things. Huh? <laughs> With your dark vision, you can't see the roof. Can't see the ceiling. I was just seeing if there was anything on the wall. Not on the like wall. Was not on the wall. From from where you're standing next to the wall, you look up. It is not within your range of vision. So, if we have a deal, why don't you take out that large round? Ooh, smells. Mmm. Mmm. Just nearing ripeness. Go ahead and roll that big, beautiful leg across the floor. Uh, knowing she's going to get some shit for this, but it'll do what they planned to do. Um, Fable is going to. As though she is going to, she pulls. wraps it in both arms. And um, says, well, I don't know about you, but I prefer when my eggs are. And on cooked, she is going to bonus action mantle of flame, which casts light around her and she's going to fucking run. Okay. If um, it chases her, they'll be able to see it. That's okay. all. Sounds good. Um, how far does the mantle of flame cast light? Uh, it's it's a 30 foot dim light, I think. Okay. I'm double checking. Double check. Yeah, double check. Uh, let's flip for initiative because as uh, as Fable casts um, Mantle of Flame and takes off running, we're going to need to be doing things in... 30 foot radius and additional 30 feet of dim. So 60 feet. Great. As the area lights up 60 feet with uh, light of flame... And Fable takes off running. You hear a snarl of the here, and with that, we do an initiative. All right. I see an ace or clever stitch means he is probably going first. Looks like the Bahir is second with a jack. Fable, I'm going to say you got 30 feet. Great. 
Um, and what what card did you have, Caitlin? A six. I was about to write it in the thing, but thank you. Um. Okay, so since I'm first, um. Yeah. I'm gonna. Fuck. I can't see it, so I'm gonna just wait. So technically. Um, Cole asked if he could cast light on an arrow mm-hmm. right before we started hearing the, the screechy scratchies and then the chatting happened. Sure. Um, is it lit? I'll say yes. Go for it. Yeah. Set it before. Cool. I will shoot it at the ceiling. Okay. Yes. That I can see where it is. Sure. And then we'll see what happens after that. Cool. So roll me a, uh, roll me a percentile. Uh, uh, you're just shooting it blindly at the ceiling. I will say yeah, if you come within, if you come within ten percent of what I roll, uh, you it's a huge creature, right? It's, it's it takes up area, um, so maybe you you have the chance to hit it by accident. Cool. Okay, so roll me a percentile. Fifty even. I rolled a fifty-eight. So make it make an Ooh. actual attack roll. Holy fuck. Okay, um, this will not be sharpshooter only because I can't fucking see it. You can't. No. Even if you were going to say it, I was going to be like, I don't think that's... No. But that is a 21. That does hit. 21 does hit. Yeah. Cool. Um, Then I will make that a... I'll go ahead and make it a um, arcane shot. And it will be a beguiling arrow. I'm I'm gonna on... say, well, well, you can do those after it hits, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Okay. Mm. I mean, if you want to say that I can't because I couldn't see it, that is perfectly fine. My I thing is, you it. you were shooting for, you got you hit it yeah. by accident, right? Essentially, yeah, absolutely. You were shooting just for for light mm-hmm. and checking purposes. So yeah. that that's why I'm I'm saying you you're not quite prepared or doing the you know what i mean even arcane archery magic like there has to be some sort of like preparation or intent or yeah you know what i mean the the way that i um and this is not matthew trying to argue for the thing the way that i kind of because they say that you can do it after it hits right is that every arrow is slightly enchanted it's just whether you trigger it once it's hit something theoretically again I don't really care. Um, it doesn't really matter because this one was a scouting shot, so sure. it wouldn't really make it a lot of sense. I to me, so, I think it's just a little more like because for me, it's like when that arrow impacts, you're you're like magic, right? Whereas yeah, when when this arrow impacts, you're like, oh shit, I hit it. Yes, correct. And looking um, at so, AC and your plus, you're gonna hit it again right now. So lit. Um, so uh, ten damage. Okay, ten ten points of damage. Now that we can see it, where the fuck is it? It is uh, 90 feet overhead. Oh, good. Oh, I have time. We're good. Yeah. Attack number two is a 23 to hit. Yes, that will absolutely With, hit. Um, 11 damage. And then I will use the bonus action from the bow or the quiver of swiftness to shoot it a third time. Okay. 22 to hit. Okay. Did you want any of uh, these to be your beguiling shot? Uh, the last one can. The last one? Okay. Um, that's funny. And that's another 
11 damage with um, 10 psychic damage, and I need it to make a DC 13 wisdom saving throw. Okay. Or it will be charmed by Fable. Natural 19. Cool. Um, that's fine. Okay. That's it. That is that is that. So as the arrow, I'm gonna say you you realize the first arrow, the light. You're gonna use that light when it, it when it sticks in its body. It's gonna be like the light is covered, right? I'll give you the other yeah. two shots. No no disadvantage for being blind essentially, mm-hmm. but I'm I'm gonna treat this attack as though you guys were blind because it's covered up the okay. light that it, yeah. it had that um was was happening right it is going to leap down i would Go ahead. i would like to move um about 20 feet away from the group okay while while i'm shooting just so that if it attacks sure i'm not we're not in a giant it's the running i was trying to scatter us yeah. <laughs> yeah. if it pins us against the wall we're just all gonna get eaten which direction are you running fable took off to the south so um, east or west are your options east. east got it so it is going to come scurrying down along the wall and leap. Um, ooh, with you running 20 feet away, it cannot get to you, and it is pissed about it. Um, it is going to leap down. Mm, no, it's not. It's going to crawl down and be on the wall. Uh, uh, it's going to jump from ceiling to wall because it can use gravity to go a little a little faster there. Um and it is going to execute a lightning breath on the three remaining people. Um, oh no. All right, so it's gonna jump all the way to the floor. It's gonna make an acrobatics check. It's gonna leap onto the floor. It's gonna How do take- you do a three point landing if you have like eight legs? Um, is it is it a seven or is it seven a point seven landing? point landing? Yeah, yeah. One of the legs, for no reason, is just sticking up. (laughs) It doesn't need to, but it's just the middle one too. It's not. It's yeah. It's like exactly. Yeah. Wait. Um. So it it is going to take a few points of fall damage. Uh, because yeah, it's it's pissed and it's trying to get get down there to you guys. Uh, so it takes 16 points of fall damage. And it is going to... Is it bloody? To... <laughs> no. <laughs> Matthew did a ton of damage to it, though. Uh, because you move 20 feet, it can... it uh, It's going to line up the three people that are staying that haven't moved yet. So I need oh, a wait. dexterity saving throw. Cool. Uh, let's. Are they within twenty feet of me? Or yes. Is it just them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are. Then they add another five to it. There you go. Uh, mine was a fourteen. Fourteen fails. Twenty-five. Twenty-five succeeds. Thirty. <laughs> Thirty succeeds as well. Nicely done. Um. I. <laughs> I should have prepped a dice roller for me. Thank 
your also, time while he's looking at dice. Norse Foundry, folks. Uh, buy them and help wreak revenge on your DMs that throw you this fucking monster. Eh, you guys are gonna murder it. It's terrifying looking. I hate it. It is. Would it somebody is. like to repost that? I mean, maybe for all we know, the fall damage. I mean, he clipped his throat, so it's not going to be as much damage. Maybe. I already posted it. It's Joanna from Rescuers Down Under. It is. 100%. Yeah. It absolutely is. Okay. I heard a lot Talk of Joanna's next. Yes, you did. That is uh, 12d10. Oh, some of these are pretty small. So, that is 10... That's just it's 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 natural attack. It's its breath it's attack. A breath weapon. Yeah, that's why it's not a spell, so I can't help you. I was Correct. going to. No, oh my no, god, you can't. 20, Forty. Fifty. Sixty-one, sixty-seven. Uh, sixty-seven points of lightning damage to Cole, and the other two of you are going to take. 34 points of lightning damage. Uh, zero for, for Tauroth as he evasions. Cole, All roads ready? everywhere. Uh, I'm at 14. I'm at 13. Hey, you guys are like twins. Uh, that is it for, for the Bahir. Who's next? Next is Talroth. Okay. Talroth. So this thing is on the floor now. Yes, it is. Yeah. About 10 okay. feet from you. Do, do Olorun and Sarai count as threatening it or? Ooh, they don't have weapons out yet. What about Stitch, since he had... Oh, no, but he's further he's away. He's not in melee. Um, what I'd say you can do is, if you want to get within uh, melee and ready the attack for when Olorun threatens it, you could do that. Oh, attack. Checking to see something real fast. Oh, that's right. It's monks that can take the dodge action as a bonus action. Yeah, you okay. can you can disengage or dash, um, or hide. You have to obscure your vision first. It's gonna be Talroth. Uh, I'm not close enough to hit it though. I still have to move regardless. You, um, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, I will move just a little closer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll just hold my action until all the runes ready so I can take a swipe at it. Okay. Sounds good. Who's next? The ride. The ride. Yes, the ride is next.
That's a mood. <laughs> Fourth level uh, cure wounds on my baby. Okay. Eighteen points. Uh, also, um, just a heads up: if you start, the, if you have, if you are within ten feet of me, you have an extra ten feet to your movement speed. Good stuff. Heard. Thank you. Nice. And then uh, bonus action. Um, I'm gonna. Uh, um, fuck it. Bonus action. Eight hit points. Okay. I would like to use my reaction to run into melee with it. Okay. Clip I stitch. would like to as well. All right. Oh, wow. You guys come rushing back at it. Uh, Tauroth, you can activate your attack. Can I use my movements real quick? Mm-hmm. To um, try to get as far away, not far away, but just out of its line of sight. Because if I take another hit, I'm fucked. Yeah. Which direction would you like to go? Uh, it is to the west of you. Um, so you can go east, south, southeast. Uh, wh- where, where's everybody else? Uh, Fables to the south and Clever Stitch is running back at you from the east at this point. I'll, oh, fuck. I parked me on the way past. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm gonna go Top Gun. Yeah. Oh yeah. Nice. Okay. Uh, you guys come moving back in. Tauroth, attack roll. It was an eleven. An eleven misses. Unfortunately, it does have a thick, uh, draconic-like lizard-like hide. Um. So, who is next? Next is Fable. At me. Yes. Um, so I am going to, um, shouting at it, um, uh, excuse you, I thought you fucking wanted eggs. They're not eggs! Can you tell? You're blind and stupid! Um, just trying to draw its attention. And, um, she gonna haul ass and cast some, some, some fiery chromatic orb at, fuck it, third level. Don't cook my dinner. Come and get it then. There's no roll to attack. Wait. For chromatic orb? Uh, yes, there is. Counter spell. I hit the wrong button. Sorry. Uh, um, I was like, wait, what's happening? That's an 18 to hit. 18 barely hits. That is its armor. Thank class. God. Okay, great. And that's going to be um, all the D8s. Um, fuck, none of those were ones. So that is 14, 15, 16, 17 fire damage. Okay. I'm burning a quicken spell to make another one a, um, a uh, bonus action for this turn. Okay. And I'm going to hit him again. Okay. Just... Yeah. Yeah. But I'm going to hit him with. What level did you cast <laughs> Chromatic Orb at? That was at third. Third. Okay. Oh, I'm nervous that you ask that. I'm uncomfortable. I'm just okay. determining um, what level you can cast your next one at. 
Oh shit, yes, thank you. Correct. I have up to I have up to fifth levels, fourth level spells. So oh, first. First, thank you. Uh that's a nineteen to hit. Nineteen. Okay. That'll hit. Fifteen fire damage this time. Okay. Sounds good. Who's up next? Any movement? If not, all room. Yeah, it's yeah my she's turn. she's gonna she's gonna. Is there a pillar to hide behind? You would maybe just. I can't take the hide action, but like, is right. there a pillar? Uh, you thirty feet gets you to the edge of the pillar, not behind the pillar. That's fine. Just okay. to the general area of a pillar. Yeah. There you go. Thank you. Olorun. Okay, so if I draw, um, if I draw, uh, Dawnbringer, mm-hmm. what would it cost me an action to get her to get up to full glory? I don't. Mm, let me look up Dawnbringer. Because mm-hmm. it, it it does say. Uh, She's always under the effects of the daylight spell unless it chooses to diminish its light. Right. So, so it's just daylight around Dawnbringer. Dawnbringer does Excellent. not does not exist in shadow. The fact that Excellent. Yeah, the fact that you didn't uh it was not beaming through its through the sheath. Um Yeah. Good. Good. Cuz then I draw it right in front of the Bahir. Yeah. And I tell it, well, right before I do, I tell everyone to watch their eyes. Okay. And then. Uh, so, look up daylight. 60 foot radius of bright light spreads out from the point of the sword. Um, dim light, an additional 60 feet. So, now you guys can see this place is huge. 120 feet. It, it doesn't reach the edges. Well, that uh, may be one of them, but very, very barely. Um, it ain't big. Yep. But daylight does not cause any form of blindness. Okay. No, I was just thinking that maybe just because of the rapid the shift. shock. And, and, yeah, I mean, yeah. It, as much as it does for you guys, but I'm not going to okay. add a a blinding spell effect to it. However, no there, there is absolutely the, the bright beaming beacon of Dawnbringer illuminating, bringing light to this darkness for the first time in, um, since its downfall. I'm, I'm absolutely sure. So I just figured I'd ask. Thank you. Know. Um, so I will then use a bonus action because it's it, we can see it now, right? We can oh, see yeah. It. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I, I will use a bonus action to cast Branding Smite on Dawnbringer. Okay. Um, and then I will attack the thing. Okay. Should I use digital dice or real dice? I don't know. I'm nervous. We know how we know how the digital dice do me from time to time. They do. And today does not. Uh, I'm going real dice. Let's see how this goes, guys. Okay, okay. So the first one is a uh, 17 plus 9, uh, 
28 to hit on the first that, attack. Yeah, that'll hit. Absolutely. Uh, so it takes... Ooh. 16 points of... Uh, 16 points of sword damage. Okay. Plus another... Plus another uh, five points of uh, branding smite damage, so twenty-one points total. Okay. Um, and uh, the target sheds a dim light in a five-foot radius, um, and can't become invisible until the spell ends. Okay, sounds good. Yeah, and there's no saving throw on it. It's just it happens. Got it. Um, and then now that I can definitely see it, I will attack it again. Okay. Come on. Uh, that's a 24 to hit. Does hit. All right. And I'm going to throw a first level divine smite onto that as well. Um, so that is. Ooh. Uh, so it's 15 points of sword damage. Mm-hmm. Plus a- another. So that's what? 3d6. Ugh. Only a five. Only five points of smite damage mm-hmm. on top of that. So 20 damage total. Okay. That's still 41 damage this turn. So. Right? Uh, yeah, and that, uh, and let's see, and that ends my turn. That's all I can do. Okay. That's a new round. New round. Here we go. That is Queen. Ace. Ace. Fable. Go Fable for it. Fable up first. Oh, yeah, she's just going to continue trying to taunt this thing away from the rest of the group. Um, And this time, it's going to be a... um, uh, So, Cody? Yes. I am so sorry, but I forgot that uh, it's D8s, not D6s. I rolled D6s on Divine Smite. Okay. Um, And I just re-rolled. My base damage was 7. It was 12 with the reroll, so it another uh, well no, another seven points of damage. Excuse seven. me, sorry. Sorry, yes. Seven. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Sorry about that. No problem. Is it possible to get him in? Is it possible to get him kind of um away from in a line without hitting friends? From the. Three other melee combatants that have surrounded. You're right. Never mind. Melee. That's a thing. He's not so big that I can just hit his face. Got it. All right. Yeah. Also, I'm farther than 30 feet away from him, I think, at this point, because he yes, stayed over there. You, so, you've moved eh. 60. I'm good. Okay, cool. Um, gonna hit him again. Okay. With actually... um. I'm going to hit him with the firebolt instead, um, the cantrip, and then use the bracers to cast it as a bonus action for free again. 
Okay. So I'm just going to hit him with Firebolt twice. Okay. Firebolt twice. Let's do it. Let's try. That's a natural 20 for a 27. Okay. Um, so that's max damage on a Firebolt. So that's, that's it says 4d10 because it doubled it for me. We're doing mm-hmm. max damage. So, so um, yeah, 20 plus. So 20 plus. Um, go ahead and roll. Okay. Well, hold on. It would this uh, anatomy die does not help me with uh, this monster, so go ahead and roll. So I'm rolling it again because it tried to roll me four d10, and that is not correct. That's fine. So that is eight. Okay. Uh, nine, ten, eleven, eleven, or um, plus add three damage to him because of my um, metal flame in general. But yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Does does he take an effect of any kind? Uh, the no, 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 because you got the extra damage. Great, awesome. That's not a problem. And then I uh, cast it again. Okay. Just pew pew. A twenty-one to hit. Yeah, twenty twenty-one is gonna hit. So that's nine points of damage with my extra three. Okay, with the second firebolt piercing in to the behir, it slumps down onto the ground. And you hear from the other side behind you. Exaka! No! Oh, no! That wasn't Screepers, was it? No, it was not. Fuck. It sounded like him. Oh, shit. I, I tried to do a feminine screech and also a dragon voice, which equaled Screepers. So... Yeah, the Venn diagram. That is what, the Venn diagram. Yeah, that's that, exactly the Venn diagram. Yeah, that, that is. So, so that, that's why I adjusted down back to the lower register. But I was trying to do feminine dragonborn and uh, scream of of horror and or um, uh, disenchantment. Essentially, in, in a panic. Yeah, go ahead. In a panic, she screamed, I tried to be his friend! <laughs> As, as you turn and look uh, down the hallway, uh, coming up, having been dashing for for the first two rounds, uh, now 100 feet. So, yeah, I'm going to say within about at, at a column and a corner, so 60, 70 feet from Fable, uh, is a feminine behir. It's rear scales arcing with electricity and uh, and fury. Her mate's name was Egg Sucker? The seventh, um, technically. Oh my. Okay, good. You said it was the screamer's voice, and then I thought you said Dragonborn. I imagine it was a handler of his, and no, I freaked the fuck out. No, I was like, no, 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 was it a pet? No, 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 no. <laughs> then now I don't feel bad anymore. Let's go. Okay. Um, so after Fable, it was Egg Sucker's turn. So, um, so it'll be so it'll be Yolk Chewers. It's it's her. Them suckers. Oh, never mind. Yolk Chewers. Ew. Yep. I hate Next, it. Next, it's all a room. No, no, no. Yolk Chewer is gonna is gonna go. Oh, sorry. I thought that the running was it. Never mind. No, 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 sorry. no. no. I apologize. I I am alerting you as to where it is. Once you know it is there, because it was moving in the darkness before. And then when it sees its mate go down, it lights itself up with electric energy, gotcha. essentially. Cool, cool, cool. Boogie, boogie, boogie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just to keep our combat going in combat and not in the where's the sneaky monster 
face. These are not exactly Speaking of, sneaky monsters. It's fine. Speaking of boogie woogie, my brain just automatically, when there's something lighting up with a clearly elemental energy, I go, I wonder if that would power the staff. That is such a long time ago, and my brain still does it, Megan. My brain still wants to find those things for you. Baby girl, you got to focus on your yourself and your egg right now, because you ain't looking so good. I haven't been hit once. I'm fine. Wait so, for it. Here we go. Let's change I'm that. Okay. Uh, up first, <laughs> a uh, yolk chewer is going to do its constrict attack. Uh, that is a 24 to hit. Yeah, it also takes um, all the fire damage. Yeah. It, uh, is it three, five? It is, um, yeah, my charisma modifier is so a three. Three, okay. Yeah, it, it's not worried about that at this point. No, it's fine. Um, it is going to deal you... Uh, 10, 24, 28 points of uh, slashing and bludgeoning damage. Okay. And uh, you are grappled. Perfect. You are, and you are restrained. And so then it is going to make its bite attack at advantage. And that is going to be 21 to hit. And it takes the damage again, the nope. three. Um, so that is ooh, another 28 points of damage. Uh, piercing damage as it bites you and having wrapped you in its centipede-like body with its crocodile legs sort of holding on, gripping, the head comes up over uh, the flame that is illuminating the the central of the hall and you guys watch as with a, first a vicious snap, it bites down over uh, Fable's head and onto her chest and then you watch as it cranes its head back and begins to swallow her whole. Um, uh, you are swallowed. You're no longer grappled. Awesome. You are blinded awesome. and restrained. Um, you have total cover. And... No shit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's really funny to me. You have total cover? Really? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, inside of here from attacks and other effects outside uh, the Bahir. Uh you're gonna take acid damage at the start of the Bahir's turn um, okay and that is what you need to know at this point okay good excellent Alrighty. Uh, next up is Olaru. Hey, so I've still got first bit here in front of me, right? You still that there? one's down. I'm dead. He's, I just he's out. He's, he's yeah. done. Sweet. Yeah. Um. So then I know where this. Uh, so the other one is over there in the general direction. Six, How close? Sixty, 60 feet? feet. Yeah, sixty. I'm gonna say sixty-five feet. 
uh, Fable okay, had traveled so, 60 feet. It ran up on her from the far side. So I'm going to run up to it. Uh, I'm going to run 40 feet towards it. Mm -hmm. um, and I am going to cast Guiding Bolt. Okay. Um, at uh, just first level. Okay. Um, to uh, let's see if we hit it. Ooh, probably not. That's a 15. No. Yeah, it goes yeah. sailing just wide. Uh, Yoktur is going to kind of duck around, and you can see like a snake that's eaten uh, something, the outline of Fable's glowing body in in it. Um, then I think I will... Then I will bonus action... Uh, I will bonus action cast Searing Smite on at first level on Dawnbringer. Dawnbringer. All right. Once more, yeah. Dawnbringer already casting. Wait, no, I, I can't do that, actually. Sorry, because it's casting two leveled spells in, in, what, in that turn. So, uh, so is lo what is your maximum spell level that you can two. cast? And what level did you cast Guiding Bolt? One. So you can cast Searing Smite if it's a first level spell. Oh, oh sweet. Then that I'll is, do that. That is according to Rep House Rules. Okay. Cool. And as long as they... Well, they can't do the same... Um, they can't both do damage dice, essentially. Okay. Um, I mean, they, they do, but... But you're casting ways. it on the sword, and you're not using it this turn, so I will allow it. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Okay. Who's next? And that ends my turn. Next is Tauroth. Tauroth. Oberon uh, did not move closer, did he? That is what I am... I was checking. It sounds like he did not. He, I did move closer to it. Oh, you 40 did. 40 feet. I moved feet. 40 feet and then cast Guiding Bolt. I apologize, I missed that. So he did move closer. Okay. Uh, close enough where I'd be able to get sneak attack on it, or...? He's not in melee. No, he's 20 feet from it. 25 feet from it and from melee. Okay. So... Uh, yeah. Let me just double check one... Okay, so this is a bonus action. Uh, yeah, seeing Fable get swallowed up, um, beelining straight for it, bonus action casting Zephyr Strike. Okay. Immediately kicking off the final thing to get advantage on the attack and just hauling right ass to it. Okay, nice. So I think it's, it's Zephyr Strike because it's a bonus action to cast? Bonus action to cast. And it increase your speed by 30 feet or double? I'm going to the spell. Please, yeah. Zephyr Strike's a really cool spell. It does does a bunch of different stuff. Uh, once before the spell ends, to give yourself advantage on a weapon attack roll on your turn. Attack deals an extra D to force damage. Whether you hit or miss, the walking speed increases by 30 feet till the end of that turn. Okay, so, so you get extra 30 feet of movement, and you have a 35 speed anyway, 30 speed. You get there, and you have advantage. Make your attack roll, and don't forget your extra force damage. These digital dice today, it just teased that 20 before it fell oh. onto its two. Oh, oh, oh. But that was that with advantage? It's, it's still a, a 26. Still a... Oh, okay, yeah, okay. All right. Yeah, that was a natural 18. Oh, okay. I was like, wait. But good, roll your damage. Sneak attack. Zephyr force. Right. And, oh, and also, as part of the attack, just not even thinking, also hitting favored foe on it. 
So, I got a few dice to roll. Go for it. Okay, so 11 damage off the sword, 15 for sneak attack, 4 for favored foe, another 8 for the... Uh, for Zephyr Strike, so that becomes a total of 36. 36. Wow. Alright. As you hit it... And I'm I'm just trying to drive it through, maybe mm-hmm. see if I can just stop it, like, get it in the throat or something. Okay. Yeah, stop you, the swallowing motion, I'll just... You, you stab uh, and cut very hard. It is going to so because it took uh took that much damage gag reflex roll gag reflex roll essentially yeah um yeah it has to make a constitution saving throw uh yep with a plus four 12 plus four is 16 it beats its dc so fable remains Okay, who's next? Uh, that would be me. You, go for it. Okay, so um, I'm going to, as a free action, activate my feline agility. Okay. Which doubles my movement speed until the next, until the end of my turn. Yeah, get down um, on all fours. I see, I see a laser, mm-hmm. and I run at it. Yeah. Um, I am the red dot! And Tara. then I would... Um, so that gives me a 60 foot movement speed. Okay. Um, so can I get up? Be- yeah. Let's you see. got it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Perfect. Then and I will shoot it. Okay. Um, I will make these sharpshooters since I can see it. Yes, you can. Um, and unfortunately, I can't check that as a box. So I will just have to do mental math. All right. Um, that's going to be a. 23 to hit. 23 does hit. Cool. Um, that's 22 damage. Okay. I would like to make that a arcane shot. Okay. And this one will be a, a grasping arrow. Okay. So that's an extra 8 damage. So that's a total of 30 damage on the first hit. That eight is poison. Okay. If that matters. Nah. But thank you. Uh-huh. And then second attack is a 17 to hit. Uh, no, 18. Damn. Okay. Um, third is a 24 to hit. Yes. Um, and that's a total of 19 damage. 19 more points of damage. Okay. It did succeed its um, constitution check to keep the swallowed fable down. Uh, All right. Who is next? Next is Saride. Saride. Third level healing word at Olorin. All right. 
12 points. And bonus action, um, inspiration. Ooh, that means I get it this time. Yes. So I get 10 hit points. Nice. Finally. <laughs> the rock. Uh, but, none, but none for Fable. No, can't see you. I assumed as much, but you didn't have to say it like that. I'm I'm not Regina George. None for Gretchen, Gretchen Wiener. It's Gretchen Wiener's no, first. None for Gretchen Wiener. Wow. Listen, I'm the only millennial in my generation who's seen that movie twice in my life instead of the 400 times all the rest of you seem to have seen it. I don't I've know. I've seen it once, but I still know, you know, core lines. Yeah, I'm gay, so it's a requirement. Yeah, I don't know yeah. which no, one of them is which, so it's so. fine. All right, uh, so yeah, that. And um, I'm going to move behind Yoke Sucker. Uh, so you're going to move 30 feet closer to Yoke Sucker. Uh, and no, she'll... I'm moving to the back side of her. Okay. Not, not close, just out of her line of sight. Okay. I realize she's a little busy at the moment, sure. but on the off chance that she coughs something up and gets mad about it and is yeah. like, oh, look at you, you're tasty too. And I just don't want to be there. Got so. you. You're going to duck behind the, the column over there. Sure. Got it. Yeah. Okay. Um... Uh, new round. New round. Awesome. One. And wow. now I go I at the very end. Oh, big cap ace. I, I've i been drawing Older Cole's initiative this whole time. Oh, no. I didn't even know you had Cole initiative cards in your deck. Yeah, I have a seven, <laughs> eight, nine. Oh. First off, I would be lucky to draw a seven, eight, or a nine. <laughs> those, are my, those are my lowest ones <laughs> my lowest one is a three I have a plus one sir I don't think you understand how slow <laughs> I am carrying all this heavy armor around oh, you uh, hit real hard I, I do so Ryde what is your dexterity depends do you know the safe word um, it's a zero oh, okay so uh, so yoke sucker is up first uh, How with much a plus acid damage? Three. Uh, ooh, yes, acid damage. That's, that's, that's going to determine what happens right now. Three, four, five, six. Sixty-six acid damage. Five, fifteen. Not counting, it doesn't matter anymore. doesn't okay. matter anymore. Right. Um, When she drops to zero, as she does just now, because Mantle of Flame is up, phoenix spark from within the animal mm -hmm. and i apologize to everyone who got close it's why i run away during combat um she is going to, it is going to have a um uh come here um every creature within 10 feet of me takes fire damage that is uh currently because i have mantle she has, flame she has full cover yeah so so the oh so just let me here then yep be here, Will. Thank God. Okay. Yes. Thank you, Megan. Thank you. Good. I was like, I was like, I can't tell them not to come because they need to come stab it. But also, I'm sorry. Ugh. Like, I was terrified of Olarun getting hit by this fire damage specifically because he got hit hard earlier. Thank okay. God. Okay. Healer for the win. All right. Um, but that is, she is going to take damage of 14, 15, 16, 17 fire damage. Okay. 17 fire damage. Sounds good. 
you guys see uh, the uh, the inside of the here begin to glow red as uh, the flames of the phoenix soul burst up forth from it, and uh, smoke begins to pour from her mouth, and she's going. Cough me to, up. Uh, nope, doesn't have to make a check. That was only seventeen. Has to take thirty in a turn to make the check. Uh, she's gonna s- suck in, sniff in the the smoke that poured from her mouth very hard. And then she is going to line up, uh, yep, Clever Stitch and, uh... This bitch. And I think it's, well, Tauroth's in melee, right? So Tauroth and Clever Stitch. Yeah. Remember, everyone, when you're feeling queasy, breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. Yep. Lightning breath out through your mouth. Here we go. Dexterity checks. With the plus five from Olrun, that's a 29. Nice. If I'm close enough to Olrun, that's a 22. Olrun, how far did you travel? Well, you're, what's the what's the you aura? Traveled 40 feet. And the aura. The aura, the aura is... Uh, Sorry, it's 20 feet. Excuse me. The 20 aura, feet? The I'll give aura it to you. Of, sure. Yeah. Okay. What'd you get, Tauroth? So with the aura, 22. 22. Okay. You would have succeeded without the aura as well. DC 16, you would have gotten a 17. And it was just the two of us? Yeah, just the two of you. Because it's a 20-foot line. I think Ulrun's out of it. I'm going to say you guys probably didn't all line up directly. So... Which would be smart, since we saw the other one do a lightning breath. Yeah, with we don't, if we don't have a map, I'm going to give you guys the benefit of the doubt. Because otherwise... Then it Unless becomes... we say specifically, hey, I'm standing right behind so-and-so. I've put myself in a line. I'd thank you for that. Yeah, I mean, it, it can always line up two people, because point in a, in a thing, right? Like, that's that's just math. Uh, 56 points of lightning damage. Is it eight? Uh, well, yes, have so 28 points of lightning damage. I rolled low on both of those. Should have been 66. I hate that sentence. That's okay. Uh, with so she is going to lightning breath. And and I think that's it. That's yeah. That's all she can do. All right, guys, let's bring it home. Who's next? Saride. Saride. Uh, second level healing word at Stitch because that's all I have. Cool. I'm fine-ish. If someone else is looking more hurt, like yourself or older. Thirteen. Oh, nice. Nice. Are you sure you you do not want that? Shush. Okay. And (laughs) 
Bonus action. What you got, Meg? Okay, so bonus action. Uh, Mantle of Majesty. Okay. Uh, bonus action, I'm going to cast Command. Okay. Um, so I'm looking at Yoke Sucker. Vomit. Okay. Okay, what is the DC of your... Well, I'm guessing it's a wisdom save, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Command is a wisdom save. Um, it is. It doesn't matter. It's a four, so it is going to vomit, and up comes Fable nice. Nice. with uh, with some acid on her. Okay. Oh, never mind. Who's next? Uh, next is Olrun. Let's go. Oh. So I'm angry um, and I have Searing Smite already. And so I will move the other 20 feet up to her okay. and I will attack her okay. with Searing, the Searing Smite Dawnbringer first. That's a, tw- uh, that's a 19. Okay, 19 does hit, yeah. So that is 13 points of damage. Plus another, plus another four points of fire damage. Okay. Uh, and it needs to make a Constitution saving throw, DC sixteen, or it is lit on fire. Fifteen plus four for a nineteen. Okay, so it is not lit on fire. But second attack. What was the damage on the first one? I'm sorry. You're good. Uh, let's see. It should be in the log because the log is great about that. Yeah. Uh, so 13 points of okay. damage on the nice. first attack. Nice. With the four searing damage. Yeah, with the four searing. So 17 total. Got it. Um, and second attack. Yep. That is a uh, 16 plus nine. That's a 25 to hit. 25 hits. Uh, and I'm going to throw a second level Divine Smite onto that. So okay. that is uh, two. Let's see. Because I believe that's what? 3d8? 4d8? 3d8 normally. So 4d8 with. Um, yeah. With Dawnbringer. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, cool. Uh, so I will do that. Um, let me roll regular attack, regular attack damage, max damage. So sixteen points of damage with that. One, two, three, four. Okay. Fifteen plus seven, another twenty-two points of radiant damage. All right, twenty-two points. To- yeah. Nicely done. It's not doing so hot, but it is still up. Who's next? Next is me. Um, I will attack 
Okay. Fuck it. Do it. Sharpshooter. Why not? All right. Sharpshooter it is. That's a natural 19, so a, a 25 to hit. Yeah, 25 absolutely hits. Um, That's going to be 24 damage on the first attack. That's showtime. Lit. The second one was a crit, so I would like to <laughs> Go for uh, it. Robin Hood it through it like but through both eyes mm-hmm. so like sideways yeah uh but with both arrows okay so i hate this thing <laughs> <laughs> so yes through both eyes with both arrows uh almost like the steve martin arrow hat but because it is very large took two arrows right so yeah absolutely Absolutely. Um, We're going to take a quick break. We're going to be back in about 10, 12 minutes, so right at 10 o'clock. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. No, that was a long fight, uh, but we love and appreciate you. We're going to see you guys in just a moment, but until then, stay tuned. Hey, everyone. We are Random Encounter Productions. I'm Cody Stone. With me tonight, we have... Matthew, and I'm playing Clever Stitch, the Tabaxi Arcane Archer. I'm playing Fable Frost, the Ace Genasi Phoenix Soul Sorcerer. Will I say it right? I'm Cole, playing Olarun Dawn Seeker, the ASMR Oath of Glory Paladin. Oh my god, I did it. Yes! I'm Megan playing Sridelander, the Eldrin Bard. This is Miles. I'm playing Tawroth Oakenblade, the Wood Elf Scout. Nicely done, everybody. You guys have just defeated uh, Egg Sucker and Yoke Chewer. The two Bahirs uh, that that live in this chamber. Um, you keep your ears peeled as you very cautiously sort of work your way around around the area. Um, I would like all of you to roll investigation checks, um, just to kind of help things along. Uh, you you guys have a few moments. Um, would you like to take a short rest or anything along those lines? First, can we make sure that um, Fable isn't covered in acid and dying? Yes, yeah, she she is cool. she is not covered in in acid. It very, it specifies very clearly for the Bahir um, that they are no longer restrained, but they are prone, and that um, takes fifteen feet of movement and and being prone for them to crawl out of. Uh, the Bahir that swallowed them. Gross. How, how many hit points do you have, Fable? One. You still unconscious? You're one. No, I wasn't unconscious. When you when it falls to zero, you pop back up to one. I never was unconscious. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Um, then I'm gonna use twenty points of lay on hands for Fable. So you get twenty HP back just in case something terrible comes around. Hell nice. yeah. Um, and I am going to... And I'll, yeah, I'll just leave it at that at this point in time. Okay. Sounds good. I do not need to short rest, but Clever Stitch will encourage that we do short rest, because we got fucked up! <laughs> So you guys settle in to take your rest. You guys can go ahead and roll 
any um, hit dice that you have and would like to. And while you're Might doing... as well use my last two, sorry. No, you're good. You're good. And while you're doing that, you can go ahead and... Um, Think about what you guys would like to do next. How you want to go about exploring this this chamber. Um, you feel secure in that it is it is relatively safe. You if you light it up at this point, you know nothing's coming immediately to um, to attack you again. Uh, then I think I'll start walking around with like Dawnbringer out at full daylight. Yeah. Just okay. Giving us as much light as humanly possible. Mm-hmm. Would it be possible to find part of the Bahir that got cooked from Fable? See if the meat's kind of like medium rare or rare? Uh, it's inside. Yeah. I mean, if you want to go crawling in it, you can. Yeah, I'll wait. Okay. I mean, probably got the blood drain out before we can come back and salvage some of it. I mean, that'll get messy. Yeah, it's and it's big. It is. It is huge. It is double horse size. Does it oh. have horns? Uh, do Bahirs have horns? That is an interesting question. Uh, the fifth different edition Bahir shows different things. Yeah, the fifth edition Bahir does not. I will say it doesn't have horns. Uh, it do, it has teeth. Uh, and maybe some claws. I would like to take some teeth. Okay. Yeah, you guys can can harvest some teeth from it. Um, if you'd like to harvest anything else, we'll make some survival checks. I can't hear you, Talroth. Something's up. Is that me? Hmm. Testing. Three, there you two, go. One. You're good. I got that one. Yeah, I hit mute on my headset by accident. Ah, gotcha. Uh, but yeah, I'll help out with survival checks just to carve off what people want. Okay. Yeah. Uh, do you want me to roll or? Yeah, please, please roll. Make make your survival check. Oh, now it shows up. Not twenty for twenty-eight. You collect every what, everything you want from from the two Bahirs. <laughs> um, I oh, I guess the fifth edition does. They do have tiny horns. Oh, look at that! I just clicked on it by accident. Yeah, if you want a horn, I guess it's like a ram horn, actually. Yeah, Weird. Uh, that could be a drinking horn. Yeah, is yeah. what I'm hearing. Yeah, absolutely. If you want, I'll take I'll take the horns. I will kick teeth out of it. Just okay. What whatever we can collect during the short rest, hide. I'm getting it. Get some hide so that we can make leather armor. Now, Stitch, look, man, these things are big. We got to take some time to hook all these pieces off. We can come back for the hide if we come back down this way. Oh, actually, wait, no, wait. We got Squeebus back there, don't we? If we can kind of send him a message. Yeah. Oh, he'll tear ass all through this thing in what, like five minutes? Screamers is a oh, yeah. an, an expert at, at diving into things and 
ripping them apart for parts. He's very good at it. That's, you know, how we got him to join our expedition in the first place. Ooh. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, fuck yeah. We should sick scrapers on this thing. <laughs> Absolutely. With the natural 20, uh, scrapers will, will set about harvesting many, many things. Um, as you guys go to begin exploring the the chamber, um, which direction would you guys like to go? Can we go along the walls and yeah. just see what's on all of the... to do a outline of the whole room first? Absolutely. One big plus sign, right? Absolutely. So, um, so the chamber is uh, actually like. Um, oh, I had the I had the math done uh, properly. I think it's like seven hundred feet by seven hundred feet. The 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 pillars are are fifty feet apart, and then fifty feet from the wall to the outside. And in the dead center of the, the chamber, I actually rolled to see, uh, I created a grid. That's what I, I figured out midway through. I was like, ah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to number and then letter, and this is the one they popped out of. In the southeast corner, you find a large pile, a giant stack of um, eggs and... Um, and nesting pieces. Some of it's bone, some of it's dirt, some of it is um, rock and rubble. And the southeast corner looks like the Bahirs um, at some point dug into this chamber. So there is a, a large tunnel hole that leads back up through there. Uh, they, they can dig. They are... Um, Although they don't have a burrowing speed, but it doesn't matter. They're in the fucking cavern. They made it. It does. They did it. I said it. It's fine. Um, well, let me get let me get through this tower. I see you, and we'll we'll jump back into it in just a second. Okay. Um, amongst the pile is a wide variety of different eggs, not just uh, the dragon eggs that you had sort of seen hidden away before. Um, there are a couple of, uh, there seems to be mostly be Bahir eggs um, that are that are here and they are lined up. And in each of them is a, they're sort of scribbled with uh, draconic writing. I'll say treasure or um, somebody, I know, uh, I think Saride has Comprehend Languages. I think she's having technical difficulties at the moment so she can assist you or treasure when she comes down uh looks like the bahirs were essentially um keeping it's like keeping baby shoes of of generations um, oh don't tell me that well it's the eggs are like generations of uh so this seems to be about four names used repeatedly right egg sucker yolk chewer and um, then Shellbreaker and um, Life Eater, um, and you can you can see there you can kind of trace back the ge generations 
Is this these... a Bahir family tree? Kind of, yeah. Yeah, it's it's kind of a Bahir <laughs> family tree. Um, the Bahir Gross. have been here uh, for, for a very long time. You, just judging by the combat that you've seen around these fortresses in other places, right? You you know that that was hundreds of years ago, easily, thousand, thousand plus. Um, so these Bahir have, have been keeping, you know, they've been here for generations. Um, so at least centuries is what we're working with, right? At least, yeah, at least. Um. So, the, so the, yeah, the, that's where the, the Bahir nest is. Um, looking, looking around there. Uh, if you guys would make me some investigation checks, are the ones that we rolled uh, uh, it, earlier I, that didn't get used? Okay, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you have oh. not told me a number and it's for the check I asked you for, I will take it. Twenty. Twenty. Yeah, my, uh, oh, yeah, so I rolled a five and an eight, so an eight was, the, the eight was the original one. Okay. But either way, it probably doesn't get me anything. <laughs> yeah, 22 would have been my original one. 22, okay. 22 does work. And Fable, if your tech is going to work out for you, uh, an, investigation, yes. an investigation check when you are... Liberty. Twelve. Twelve. Okay. Um, absolutely. So the the nest, it's not a hoard by any means. And you get the feeling um, eggs and uh, were sort of their... Oh. Here we go. I'm, I'm still here. Try it again. <laughs> we can do it. Come on. So that... Your camera would reconnect because it didn't. Yeah. Thank you, Discord. All right. Catching my thoughts, I'm back. <laughs> um, so the, the pieces that are here are, um, again, some dwarven jewelry, some some pieces. It's, you think it's less collected and more um, people that they ate. And um, the, the, these are the remnants that made it through their system and have just sort of collected over, over uh, generations. Some of this stuff is really Perfect. old. It's not covered anymore. Like, that all has decayed out. You know what I mean? But it's in, the, it's in their nest. It's in the dirt. It's among the shells. It's among the bones. You know what I mean? So, so for We're that. We're talking like... Acid wash jeans old? Yeah. Yeah. Acid wash, some of it's acid washed platinum jewelry for you, if, if you, if you care. How fancy. Very fancy. Very, very fancy. Um, so I'm going to give you guys values of these things. And um, it's mostly going to be in like wearable stuff. Um, Stuff that is like adornments to. Um, I'm trying to find a, a thing that'll like generate random art pieces for me, so I don't, so I can make them up. I don't have to say them all the time. But 
but that's not really working. So that is okay. Um, I do have values for you though. So I will roll for Lemeg. Ooh, 15 plus. So she did, she did pretty well there too. Um, all right, stop looking at charts, Cody. Here we go. So uh, you guys find who rolled the highest for me? 20, Clever Stitch, I think? I think I did with the 20. Yeah. Okay. You're going to find... For the, in, for the, the investigation. investigation. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think I had a 22. 22? Oh, perfect. Cool. Great. Two, two over 20. That's what I was looking for. Um, so I'm going to say one of you finds a... Um, you guys are actually going to find uh, a couple of set pieces here. Uh, they're jewelry sets. Not um, They're not magical, but they are very valuable. And they are hefty dwarven um, like ringlet crowns. One clearly for a king one or, or duke or duchess and, and one for a, for a queen or duchess. I mangled that. Um, looking at these it is racked with with platinum, with gold, with with gems, um, perfectly cut. Um, these are perfectly cut um, rubies. No, excuse me. Emeralds, perfectly cut emeralds that have been inset into them um, that are absolutely gorgeous. And the both crowns are worth um, <laughs> platinum's worth 10 so 10 times 10 is so they're both worth I would say 1500 gold pieces each or each. collectively no each oh jeez oh yeah, these are these are gorgeous, gorgeous pieces. Um, digging around the rest, the rest of the the area, right? You're gonna find some bracelets. You're gonna find some um, some like rings. Uh, grand total for the rest of it, not the excluding the crowns, is going to be. 1200 gold pieces and I'm gonna say it's it's probably probably like six pieces of really valuable stuff right rings of, of platinum and gold and gems and everything like that so so I just put in my uh, I just made a custom thing in my inventory that just says assorted dwarven jewelry items worth 1500 perfect I feel like that might be the solid plan for us to kind of keep track of that. Yeah. That sounds Yeah, I was good. just going to put it in the loot sheet. Yes, loot oh, sheet, please. You can do that too. I'll just take get rid of mine then. Uh, so, um, mm -mm -mm -mm. 
that is in the southeast corner. You guys make your way around, and as you're looking over this place, you can see there is a um there are emblems that match up with the key of bonking that you guys have have brought with you. Um in the center of this chamber there does seem to be some um a dais and a, and a chair, a throne chair. Uh you guys didn't have a chance to really look at it, but the reason you you realize this is not the throne room of the Black King is that looking at the walls, this is the Eastern Kingdom of of that of that is represented on that key, right? This is the the axe chamber, the axe dwarves that were on the eastern front. Um you guys had done some history checks previously. The uh, frost giants are to the north, the fire giants to the south. Um, you're, you're now assuming, based on the way that these columns are made and things like that, that there are, there's further dwarven kingdoms to the west. Um, and, and judging by the key of bonking to the center, whatever is the center of these, of these chambers, right, is the Black King's domicile. Um, so this this is actually the citadel, the portion that you are in, right? Is the um, is the Axe Lord's citadel? Gotcha. Um, as you are looking around. You notice there are no real, this is a hidden hidden sort of throne room, hidden sort of chamber, very large, um, difficult to get to, but architecturally and, and through your investigations, you do piece together. It was not always so. You suspect that this was actually probably up several, hundred, about 100 feet or so, back around that column that you guys, uh, those hidden hallways and stuff. You suspect when it came under attack, it had to switch things up, right? However, among the... You get over to the thrones. And in the thrones, there is... Um, a similar, you notice something on the throne as you look at the hand pieces. There is similar, one of the um, the armchairs of the Duke's throne, right? The Axe Lord's throne has these large knobs where the hands would rest, right? And looking at it, it one of them is completely smooth, right? The other one is carved. It's round, but it, it roundish at least. It's carved um, with similar emblems as what's on the the key of bonking, right? And um, 
you think with some effort it might be able to turn or or manipulate in in Reveal some way. a keyhole? Perhaps. Maybe. Yeah. Um if you want to try to, to manipulate it, you're gonna need an athletics check. It's been dormant for a very long time. Or if you guys would like, you can continue to give me another search investigation sort of around that dais. I'll go ahead and roll an investigation check. Okay. Same. Ah. Oh. I will I will prep to do an athletics. Okay. But I am I'm I not am... doing it until I get a thumbs up. I am probably just tripping over myself. Okay. Uh, I rolled a one. Oh. (laughs) I rolled a natural 20 for a 22. Ooh. Okay. Talroth? It doesn't matter. I got a nine. Okay. (laughs) What I'll say is, you you know, Talroth and Olarun, you guys are are looking around. You're you're checking stuff out. Uh, Olarun trips. Uh, catches his toe in something and and is just gonna face plant. Taroth, you you get over there to to kind of catch him. And uh, um, Fable, you you're, you you see what they're what they're looking at. The hole that um, Olarun caught himself in is at the base of this dais of this raised area. You can see on the north, on the south, and on the east, there are keyholes. Um, large-ish style holes that, that you think... Do they all, ma- they all look the same match-wise? Like the head is the same, or do we need to find more keys? Um, I will, With a natural tiny, I'll let you know. So, the it, well, how to put this... They're all the same type of key, right? Um, but they they don't seem to all match the same teeth of of key. And as you're as you're digging in there, you kind of get your your hand in there because it, it is pretty big, right? And you're feeling around. You actually think there are probably two keys that could fit in this for for each. Um, each of these two keys that would that would work, right? I point this out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Begin attempting to unlock. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Make your make your athletics check. Key. Um, an eleven. An eleven. <laughs> Okay. Uh, so, so, so you get you get on it, and you're like, and I'm gonna say it's not quite a round. Uh, I've decided it didn't. I didn't like the round ball uh, look. It's a little more. I'm gonna say like a like a flight stick. Like it's got that kind of curve to it, right? A little more like hardy. I like that better. Um, so you're, you're getting it. It's it's not quite moving for you. Um, but at, what you're realizing is that the 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 key, the stick, may not be what you need to turn. Um, you think you may need to turn either the whole base or or the chair itself. 
Uh, I... Hmm. I think the chair needs to turn. It's not because I'm too shitty to turn keys. I promise. It's because the chair needs to turn. So is it? Well, is, it like, is it really heavy? Like I is, mean, these, is that, these is are that what it is. These are solid stone. These are legitimately solid stone thrones, and it's like a it's like a four step, like a hexagon with like four mm-hmm. steps going up from from every direction. Uh, and at so, the top are these two thrones. So then, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna. I'm going to kind of walk up there, and as I walk up there, I am going to channel Divinity Peerless Athlete. Okay. So for 10 minutes, I have advantage on uh, athletics and acrobatics checks. Okay. I can carry, push, drag, and lift twice as much weight as normal, and the distance of my long and high jumps increases by 10 feet. Thank you. So this is essentially I'm Popeye eating my spinach. All right. Well, spinach Popeye, make me an athletics check. We'll see how this goes. Advantage. Oh, thank God. 22. Yeah. So, so actually, yeah, the whole, the whole dais does, does need to turn, right? The, you, you guys get into it. You get in a position. Uh, Olaroon doing most of the work, but with you guys helping out, even if it is kid and dad style. Um, <clears throat> you get... You get on there, your feet allow the, the thrones to turn. The whole platform doesn't move, but just the piece that holds the two thrones together, right? And it does turn. It's loud, it's screeching, it's stone on stone, it's grinding, it's it it, it it's nails on chalkboard kind of awful. Um, and you are grateful that whatever was here before is not here now. Um, because this, this machine has not been oiled in a very long time. Um, which direction would you guys like to point? this it was pointing um what east it was pointing east and what is the uh, you first no i was just gonna because you said that this was the this is the axe the axe lords one yeah i which i would recommend whichever direction would point towards the black king's throne so the Black King's throne isn't represented on in the walls. The shields are to the west. Um, the helmet is to the north, and the fist is to the south. And um, but go ahead. You 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 guys are are thinking. I think you might be getting there. I was going to ask. You said two. It looks like there's two keys for each of them or something. Does that mean two of them match key-wise? Like no. two of them or okay, just making sure. Then then that was that was what I was going to ask. Okay. Sounds good. Oh, my thought here is this is the king for the east and it's facing east. Mm-hmm. So if we need to so if the black king is dead center, shouldn't this face west? West. Yeah. I think so. Okay. You shift it to the west. Um, and nothing happens. Um, but you have the key of bonking. What, or what would you like to do? I mean, since nothing happened, can we turn it 
in each direction. Just everyone. <laughs> see what happens, mm-hmm. and then if nothing else happens, turn it back to the west. Correct. Yeah, you turn it to all the directions. Nothing happens when you just turn it to face a direction. Um, so seems like you need you need something else for the keyholes that are on the ground. Mm-hmm. Would I be able to figure out which one the key we have would fit in? Yeah, make me a thief's tool. I'll take either uh, intelligence-based and I'll add your proficiency, your thief's tool's proficiency. Um, Can I assist him in it? Sure. Since I am proficient in thief's tools? Absolutely. Yeah, go for it. Cool. All right, so yeah, I'm going to have to just roll a d20 and add. You said intelligence, yes? Please. And was that with advantage or? Yes, yes with advantage okay. for for the assistance. I'm going to roll it as a history check because that would actually have the appropriate bonus. So, so plus six. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Nat 20 for 26. Hey, nicely done. So the, the key of bonking um, can fit any of these. And fit all of them. But you it notice that, all the that the teeth do something different if you had the other the other appropriate key. Um You're not quite sure what. The key of bonking fits. We're we gonna start try and put the key of bonking in something. I would think since we're in the in the in the East King, we try putting it in the symbol that would match for him. So if it's facing west, we put it in the key for the east. There is no mm-hmm. keyhole for the east. Then, then do we need to turn it towards the east, put the keyhole in the west? We do the west keyhole? Or do we think face west, do west? That's what I was thinking. Face west, turn west, or turn the key west, or keyhole. Wow. I have a, a weird question: is is does the key feel? This will probably not be a thing we can tell. Right or left-handed? Like, is there a dominant side that it feels like if he's sitting here, it'll be on his right side, so it'd be facing. Like, I'm just trying to figure out if there's any clue like that as to like how it would be wielded. Because left-hand swords, the Sometimes it's on the different side, depending on the type of sword. I don't know. Like, I'm just trying to... Yeah, yeah, I feel you. I don't think the key... I think it is a makeshift weapon at best, um, or actually slightly better than makeshift weapon. But I don't think it was designed or honed with a a key for a a, um, handle-wielding strength. Thank you, that is all. You're welcome. Um, so, thrown west, key west, or thrown somewhere else, key somewhere else? Try them all! Well, 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 you can, you just gotta tell me what order. Let's go thrown west, key west first, while I still got the juice. Okay. And then... (laughs) It is getting easier to turn. As you have, because you've made it at least one full rotation with this thing. And and it's starting to it it, it it's you you think they still need to lubricate this chair, but 
um, you know, it, it's getting easier. Lube up the chair. Uh, no. So this um, key, <laughs> just to like triple check, mm -hmm. um, this key does not have any moving parts on it. Correct? Like Correct. we cannot manipulate the teeth to be in a different formation? Correct. Okay. Thought so. Just wanted to make sure. Okay. You insert the key in you face the throne to the west. You insert the key to the west. Um you begin to hear a a thrum, a sort of magical electricity in the air doesn't quite feel dangerous but but you can you can hear it you can hear the energy sort of pulsing um what would you like to do did anything turn... sorry did anything change yeah. Other than just the way the air feels, like did did we notice anything else that may have you know maybe some panels shifted or something like that? Nothing sounded that loud, or was that distinct? Um, Talroth, I want to try checking that, say that um handle that was on the throne again. Like if you're sitting down, you kind of took a grip on something. Mm -hmm. so Let's see if the is moving now. Okay. Um, it, you know it can move. It's still in, like, a locked position at the moment. Um, the key is as turned as it can You guys haven't be, turned right? the key yet. You just inserted. Oh. Can I turn the key? Yes, you can. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, um, the, the, should we, there are should different actually, things that happen, so that's why I'm... No, absolutely. Uh, um, uh, we might want to not all be clustered around um i don't know if you can all feel it but there's magic in the just air. in case just in case the anything, love kind. just in case anything goes crazy just stay within 20 feet of me okay you guys space yourselves out appropriately um Telroth, is that are any of you staying on the dais or near the throne Babel says no I think someone should, so if Talroth does not want to, I will volunteer I, myself. I was assuming someone strength-based, which I'm not, in case it starts to move again or something when you turn the thing, so I was, so I will I mean, <laughs> I'm the closest thing to strength-based. <laughs> yeah. It's not much, but, you know, plus three is better than nothing. Okay. Well, plus three is pretty good, man. Yeah, don't. Yeah, for don't, real. Don't sneeze at plus three. Okay. <laughs> um, Clever Stitch, you're turning the key? Sure. Okay, cool. Um, so you, gra you grab a hold of the key. It is square, and it, you do, it does start to turn. You can, you can hear it sort of clicking, right, as it goes. Click, 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 click. And, and, and the things, the energy does sort of begin to build, right, as, as it is going. Um the key itself um, wants to turn 
making sure I'm doing this right, um, wants to turn to the left, or, yeah, it wants to turn to the left, the counterclockwise, so clockwise. You begin turning it clockwise, right? And it, it continues to, to click. And then it stops with the, the teeth sort of facing uh, north. Uh, and turns the teeth face the chain face the chair, right? And as it does, as you've given it basically a half turn, um, the energy begins to fill fill the room. And about thirty feet from the chamber, from the the um, throne, uh, dais, dais. Thank you. Uh, you begin to see light begin to sort of cast and and raise up and stone arches a stone arch sort of begins to kind of lift and raise itself and it creates this uh arch uh that begins to spread out energy and it creates basically this field of of energy um, doesn't quite go to the ceiling, but it goes pretty far. Um, the energy is kind of sparking and twisting, and it coalesces into what appears to be some sort of portal. That feels I safe. I assume, is it like opaque can we see the other side of it is it is it... it's sort of like looking through a um through a wavy um lake you know um you can kind of see through it it does look like it's more dwarven architecture it's definitely a chamber of some sort um the light in there is is dim seems to only be um be filled with the light that's being cast from this energy, from this portal, right? Well, nothing ventured, nothing gained, I see, I suppose. You want to try throwing and a rock through it? That was, that was my thought, too. The place is clean, though, isn't it? There are no rocks? I'm sure I have I'm something in a pocket, like you can get <laughs> a that. coin, a gold okay. piece. Throw an arrow. I don't. <laughs> whatever it is. Sure. Not shoot Something. it. Just throw it. Yeah, just throw it. Yeet. Okay. Just something to see what happens if a thing touches the portal. It from the chat. It, ball bearings. Because yeah. All of us have those, and we yeah. haven't used them Pretty yet. Much, like ten thousand yeah. at a time. Yeah. It. it <laughs> and it goes through. But it doesn't spit them back out on fire or anything. Nope. I will walk up and stick my hand through the portal. I'd like you to make a strength saving throw. Twenty six. Okay. You feel the the portal begin as as your fingers touch it, it starts you can feel a little like fuzzy on your fingers. It starts to kind of pull and as you get your full arm in there, the more of you that goes into it, the harder it seems to pull. You you sort of, in a jerk reaction, pull your arm back through. Your arm is fine. Um, My arm is fine. Yeah, it does. It didn't hurt, but it was it was very much 
like being um, being like sucked down or sucked okay. into. So, so I'll I'll like observe my arm and I'll turn to them and I'll be like, well, it looks like everything on this end is fine. It's pulled me in a bit, but I think we should. I think, uh, you know, we should venture forth and see what's on the other side. Weirdly, I usually don't see this. Um, this might be one of those times where we call the caravan to go first, because there are students of magic there who may be able to investigate this more, like Raven and them. That, not to go in first, but they might want to look at it from this side before we just jump in. I could be very wrong, yeah. but I just figured because weird magical shit, and that's the whole thing that they're mm-hmm. here for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can. Um, yeah. yeah, we can at least cool them down. Um, okay. Can I do a preliminary Arcana check on sure. it? Sure. Yeah, go for I'm it. I'm not like, I'm not like a studious, mm-hmm. or study of studier of the arcane, as per my role. I rolled a five, so it's a <laughs> ten. <laughs> Uh, Ten it, total. It is magic. It um, it's definitely a portal. Um, you know a wide variety of portal spells. Not many of them open open portals like this, right? Um, I know that there's there's gate, which is ninth level, but that does by dimension and can summon something through. There's another. I know there's another like archway portal that I think is just on the same plane. Um, maybe, or, or I mean, dimension like, door. The, like Not tree stride, but the other yes, one. Yes, it is similar to like tree stride, something. You, you may not yeah. know exactly what this is, but you're at least familiar yeah. with uh, teleportation, traditional teleportation magics. Um, that I you would... With a ten, like you know, common knowledge, and and that's sure the knowledge that cool. it exists is common. Cool. So um, yeah, I mean, we can call them down, see what they can see, and then make a decision based off that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you call them, you call them down. Arcane gate, sixth level. Um, you call them down, and and they do. You know the guys. They they come down. Um, Wyatt and Raven will will go ahead and make some some Arcana checks for you guys. Um, hmm, okay. Um, so yeah, uh, Wyatt will let you know that this is a older version of a of arcane gate right um it is arcane gate is sort of the it's the like quick action um it only takes an action to cast you got a 500 foot range 10 minutes to concentrate like once it's up you're like all right we're all going right that's arcane gate this is um probably further than 500 feet, as best he can understand, being maintained by some eldritch machines down below, which Raven confirms. Um, and it, it, But from what they can both tell is that it looks like it, the 
closing of it has some sort of it has a physical trigger to close. Um, also, if it's left open too long, the machines are very old. They have no idea how long they will last or if there is danger of them overloading, mostly because the machines are not accessible. Um, they're they're under the ground and and they believe partially in a lot of these columns. Um, yes, Fable. Do they think that if we left someone here and it closed, they could reopen it again with this key pattern that we did? Like, do they think that, for instance, if we went through and they closed it behind us and said, "Hey, open it back up again in twenty four hours from now, we have a day to get back or or check in with you." Could we do that? Do they think they could get it back open, or do they think this was a one-time thing? They do think it, it it's meant to be re-accessible. Um, they also get the feeling it is intended to be a two-way uh, teleportation. And and so who, whatever's on the other side probably should, could, would have a way of opening it back this way. We think that there's two keys, right? Yes. I'm wondering second I'm wondering if the second key is the thing that's used to be brought back. And I'm also wondering if it's already on that end. Well and they also he also said it looks like two keys fit into each of these, so I'm wondering if the other key ch- opens a different portal to somewhere else. If we maybe find something over there and we can test it when we come back here. Yeah. Unless we're we're looking at something like 12 keys, I mean, if if this is a throne room and this one seems, we kind of pointed this in the west, I mean, I'm kind of guessing this one might go to that western throne room. There might be another three keyholes there for three keys. Maybe north to the north, south to the south. I mean, just thought. Yeah, I mean, like Olderun said, nothing ventured, nothing gained. Why don't we see what's on the other side of the gate? Okay. Um, who's going first? Olerun, I will. Olerun, Olerun <laughs> makes his leap through the um, through the portal. Yes, clever stitch. We should have attached a rope to him. Do you, do you, reach, gonna... do you reach out and make a concerned moan? Uh, uh, I, no, I, I look at him and go, well, and then I pull a rope out and tie it around my waist. <laughs> I'm jumping right in. It's okay. Like, Damn it all rune. I'm just following him. Okay. With rope Paladins. around waist, I go For through. the win. For glory. For glory. And, and and fable follows. Um, as you guys come bursting into this room, it does it does look like a um, a similar throne room, or almost identical. Um, the thrones are in the process of turning on their own. They're sort of screeching loudly, um, turning to to face the portal. They're about three quarters of the way, or uh, 
you get the feeling they were probably facing away from this direction, probably facing west. It's much similar to the way that your your Axelord thrones were facing east. Um, there are some distinct differences, right? But um, the the back of the the thrones have different um, designs to them. And as you're looking at them, one of them looks like it has a slightly higher back than the other, a, a middle point. And you don't get a good look at it. The sounds of the stone screeching and, and rushing and breaking uh, is sort of over, is, is loud, right? But in and amongst it, you, can, you begin to hear um, footsteps. Uh heavy metaled footsteps um hanging down uh from from the top the throne the thrones finish finish turning and um they're facing you they're empty again clean room and bursting in from um from one of the columns that you guys have been, uh, that are nearby, you see uh, a march of dwarves. Actually, from two of the columns. Wait, maybe it's three. Suddenly, dwarves are are filling this room in like a like a heavy phalanx, um, cir circling the throne where this. Or where this portal is, um, encircling both of you, and um, their armor is modern, polished, some sort of honor guard, but you can tell clearly functional, right? And this is a military unit. As as they as they come, as they hit formation, they all sort of. And uh, shield wall up. Um, and stepping through the line of shields is a dwarf with long, thick black hair. One patch of it sort of, sort of white uh, and a little gray at the temples. Um, beard trimmed and neat, muscular and sort of regal in his standing. Um, and he comes stepping through the line, two soldiers part, and then immediately re regroup. Mm. How did you open that? I will... <laughs> I'll hold my hands up. Um, we found a key and solved a puzzle. And with that, we're going to say goodnight. That's going to be the end, the end of our episode. Uh, we will pick back up here next week, next Monday, uh, with, with, uh, you guys meeting with these, uh, these wonderful dwarves. Hopefully you guys are going to, to enjoy them. We don't know. We'll see how wonderful they are, but I had a good time. How about you guys? Did you, did you enjoy what uh what you went through good i'm really yeah. glad 
thank you guys for for hanging out with us. I had a good time. I hope you did too. Um, we're gonna say good night. Thanks for hanging out, guys. Uh, we will see you guys next time. But until then, be cool.